Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing in St. Paul. And we are in studio today with some yoga therapists who also work with multiple modalities. Um, all of the yoga therapists that have been invited into studio have some yoga therapy training through Yoga North's International um, Sama Yoga Institute. And Sama Yoga is a blend of somatics, yoga therapy, and yoga itself. And in this first segment, we are talking with two brilliant practitioners um, who are located both in the Yukon and Canada, Carrie and Nicole from Resolve Pain Guru. They are CIAYT, Soma Yoga Therapists, certified by the International Association of Yoga Therapists. And together, they have over 17 years of professional experience helping clients find more ease, peace, and joy in their lives. Who doesn't want that? Welcome <laughs> to exploring sovereignty and finding pathways to get yourself free. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. Glad to be here. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a delight to have you on the show, and we're really excited for your expertise. Um, and you guys have really shined a light on that we can get free of pain. Like, that doesn't have to be our baseline. So maybe you can just speak a little bit about why and how you came to that. Well, when we first met, we had already been teaching yoga, but we definitely had a specialty or a special interest in pain. And then uh, we, we both actually found our way to a yoga therapy teacher training program. And it was through that training that we became uh, aware of the fact that we actually were both experiencing persistent mind-body pain. And we were accepting it as normal. So that was a huge aha moment for us. <laughs> Indeed, for all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, think, we think, okay, we're yoga teachers and we don't really have pain in our bodies. And in fact, uh, our teacher at the time shed a whole bunch of light and we went, wow, there's so much more that we can learn. And amazing, isn't, isn't it amazing that we're practicing, but we still have pain or, or our colleagues or our students have pain. So it was a huge opportunity for us to dive so much deeper. Totally. And, and to start to understand that we have the power to heal ourselves, right? And that's within everybody. And we can support the people we work with as well as um, helping one another get free of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, that you, you, you nailed it right on the head there. That's, that is the, the number one message that we uh, want to get out to the world. It's, it's, you know, you do not have to suffer and nor do you need to um, pass over control of your healing to somebody else. It's, you know, you're really, you're really your own sovereign leader in that, um, in that endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes also as yoga therapists, um, our job much more of a partnership instead of like, you know, to allow people to come into their sovereignty. Mm hmm. Correct. I, I would, I would agree, agree with that hundred percent. We, you know, we, we always say that we don't, we're not here to fix you, right. We're just here to facilitate a process that is your brilliance. You, you're that you on an innate level, you know how to do this, but the skills have just been lost along the way. So here, let us help you to recognize where you, where, who you are. And it's and so, and it's so counter. you guys, uh, Nicole and Carrie, you both speak to this, but it's so countercultural to the current medical system 
Um, you know, and, and so that sometimes takes people a reorientation, but maybe you want to talk a little bit about how that, you know, the difference between the approach you take versus if someone has a chronic pain or, or chronic energy injury and they've gone into the Western medical system. Sure. Not, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we typically, the clients that we see have been through this medical system and they are in a place where they really are not getting the kind of results they want. And what we've come to understand is that the medical system really breaks us up into pieces. So we have, you know, a, a heart specialist and an, an orthopedic specialist for, you know, a knee that's sore, you know, a, a somebody that looks after, you know, the liver, things like that. And so what we came to understand was that this approach was literally like what was splitting the human into pieces. Mm. We are, we are the, these sovereign beings. We are this whole being and the whole mm-hmm. being be addressed. So, you know, can you imagine, you know, having something going on in your body and everybody's only looking at your liver, but then what about the rest of the systems and what's happening there? And this is where we, where our approach is so different because we're speaking to recognize, wait a minute, you cannot break people up into, into pieces. You cannot disempower them that way and then have a microscopic approach to how you can help that person to heal. Well, maybe you could speak a little bit about uh, how you would explore or define pain if you're working with somebody. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so pain is not just physical, right? That the causes, mm-hmm. I think that, I think the first point to make is that the medical system has us thinking that we need to look for a structural cause for our pain. And mm-hmm. I would probably say 70% of the folks that I work with, Nicole works with, um, there's more going on, right? So there's a, a, there's a mental component, there's an emotional component, there's a belief component. And of course, the, there's the, the traumatic component. So all of these layers or essences all feed into that pain body. And um, the term for pain that does not have a structural cause is neuroplastic, right? Mm-hmm. So neuroplastic pain being pain that where either the brain and the nervous system are heightened in their sensitivity because of the things that we are doing or the stressors in life. And this stressed nervous system or sensitivity perpetuates pain in the body. So it's kind of like an alarm signal that says, hey, can you pay attention to me? You need to change something here. All right. And then as Nicole mentioned, we go down the medical route and we go and we get this test and this test and this test and this test. And they all come back negative. And then we get this diagnosis. Well, now you've got this. Now you've got this diagnosis. And all of a sudden people lose that sovereignty or that belief, you know, there's anything that I can do. So we're here to say, hey, we need to understand how pain works Mm -hmm. and that we are so brilliantly designed. We just need to understand that if the nervous system is sensitized and it, and we have a pain presentation, we can address that. Totally. We're not going to address it by, you know, necessarily going and getting a manipulation or something like that. It's about working with the mind body connection. Yeah. And, and that we're not just our conditions. You mentioned um, that you tend to see six major patterns and I mean, we could spend a long time talking about them, but would you guys share a few of those or if you're able to share all six? Sure, sure. 
Um, so these six major, major patterns really feed this fear pain cycle I'm talking about, right? This fear pain cycle is, is really this idea that we move into a fear response. Our nervous system moves into a fear response that perpetuates pain or there's a pain response in the body. Then we fear the pain because nobody wants to be in pain. <laughs> and, then, and then we try to avoid the pain. <laughs> and you avoid the pain, which is even worse. going into it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so some of the big ones, I mean, these are, these are huge in, in today's day and age, right? Let's, let's go to, I'm not going to start with the first one. I'm going to actually start with the fourth one that we have just kind of on our list here, but an addiction to preoccupation, which is like, obsession with cell phones and social media and mm-hmm. how that really creates this terrible bad habit of we step outside of ourselves and are not actually present to what's going on the signals mm-hmm. from our body. Um, but one of the big ones, and this is particularly because a lot of the people we work with are females, um, is criticism. So any type of negative self-talk, um, being hard on yourself or anything that kind of stems from what were those things that you heard as a child mm-hmm. from a parent or a caregiver that are still running kind of in the back of your mind? Like, I'm not good enough. I need to do more. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are huge. They keep us in limiting presentation of ourselves. Yeah. Sure. And then that, that, and then that then leads to the, this sort of idea of pressure. So it's mm-hmm. a, a Perfectionism is a very, very common, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, 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 not a complaint, but a symptom that we see. Mm-hmm. That it's very, very, very common, right? This hypervigilance and the need for hypervigilance. Again, very, very common. So when we start to address that in someone, the pain, their pain uh, points actually start to come down. Mm-hmm. The bottom we find is that certain things that were quite chronic can be, actually dissipate completely. Mm-hmm which is quite fascinating. Well, and further to that, leading to their freedom from the pain and freedom from the self-criticism and the perfectionism. So you totally, and you've named three important ones, addiction to preoccupation, criticism, and then that pressure and perfectionism. Uh, Nicole, do you want to give us a couple more? Yeah, for sure. So worrying, Right. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't, don't, we all know somebody who's worrying, right? It's such a common thing to worry, to worry, to worry. And we know that we don't really want to spend any money, any energy worrying about something that we have absolutely no control of. Right. But what happens is that worrying keeps the nervous system in the brain in this really high state of alert all mm-hmm. the time. And so when we're in that place, because we all know, right, being yoga teachers, that a healing place is a nervous system that's in balance. Totally. So when you're in the in a worry state or the nervous system's agitated all the time, there is no opportunity for healing. We're just stuck in this hamster wheel of right? Yeah. Indeed. And then uh Carrie, give us the last two. Uh shame is a big one. So when we um have these feelings of of feeling bad or wrong or faulty, again, this really um, keeps that nervous system in that stressed um, state, right, where we're in balance between parasympathetic and sympathetic. And, and really, as Nicole mentioned, we can't heal there. So fundamentally, we start with that, we, we really need to support the nervous system. And then the last one is anger. Mm-hmm. So unresolved anger, anger that stems from, you know, anger is essentially addicting, right? You know, yeah. and, um, Obviously, anger releases lots of stress hormones in the body, again, signaling danger in the brain, which can perpetuate these pain signals. 
So to get people out of it, Nicole, you know, you have these like six patterns connecting to the sphere pain cycle that you come, you too commonly see in your practice at Resolve Pain Guru. Um, what are some of the things you do to get people out of it? Or so one, of, one of the most important things that we teach is something called the skill of interoception. So mm-hmm. we, 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 we know that we sort of, um, as human beings, like we're interacting right now, we're exteroscepting. We know proprioceptively, mm-hmm. I know where the screen is relative to if I shoot my hand out towards the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Interoception is this skill of understanding and sensing and feeling what's happening inside of us. Mm-hmm. And it's not a very, we don't learn that skill really, right? And we don't, even as children, we're not learning to really explore our feelings and understand what are the sensations are in our body and then talk about them. And so one of the first things we teach our folks is calm that nervous system down and start to sense and feel what's actually happening on the inside. And then our our somatic approach is very much about that. So we have movement practices, we have breathing practices, we have um, nervous system reset practices all designed to bring the nervous system down and at the same time have that person be so incredibly present to what through their experience in the moment. Beautiful. And if someone wanted to, let's say someone wants to work with you, I mean, I know you're in Yukon, <laughs> up in Alaska there and in Canada, but I know that you reach people far and wide. And how do people, how could people who are hearing this engage? Well, the best way is to head to our website. So that's probably the best resource, which is resolvepainguru.com. And then there you can find um, the different ways that we offer, uh, the different things that we offer. But one of our signature programs, one of the things that we really um, are encouraging people to step into is our self-study, self-paced program called Mind Body Blueprint a roadmap to somatic embodiment. So it's a course program, whatever you want to call it, um, which is self-paced, which we meet every week and support people through the practices. So really it's just this beautiful process of figuring out and identifying what's really going on for you from all the aspects of your being, right? How are you sleeping? Where are your pain points? Um, What's your mental activity like? How are you breathing? And you start there and then we move you through this beautiful process of starting to work with these practices so that now you can discern what should I be doing for myself on a given moment, on a given day? So, yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) And Nicole, what do you find people like saying about you know, what have people reported back who have engaged? Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I'm, you know, I'll tell you one particular one. We had a young woman who, uh, when she started in the program, um, this is just last in, in August and she was not able to work. She owned a bit, it was partner in a business and she had had a brain injury, um, a concussion, and she was able to find a recovery and got back to work as a result of going through the program. And we've had so many people who are, you know, women that are retiring that want to, you know, find a, a better quality of life and they have pain, but they want to, you know, be active. We've had, um, you know, individuals that have a lot of stress in their life, you know, yeah. not doing well with their families and, uh, and their social relationships and then having all that transformed because they start to slough off all of this stuff that isn't serving them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they start to become themselves, their true self, which is mm-hmm. love and light and you know, ease. And and so now their whole life starts to get a lot easier. And we have so many testimonials like that. That's amazing. I want to encourage our listeners and our community at Exploring Sovereignty to definitely go check Nicole and Carrie out at, um, give us your website one more time. 
So resolvepainguru.com and you can use the discount code exploring sovereignty to uh, receive a 25% discount on our signature course. Amazing. Thank you both for being in studio with Sharon and I today. We love you and are delighted to see your brilliance in the world. And this is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and guest co-host Sharon Growley. And we'll be back exploring some yoga therapy and yoga therapists across the globe. At some point, we've probably all felt a little stuck in a rut when it comes to our health, whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to help you transform so you can manifest your optimal life. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Come to Beyond Chiropractic in Oakdale and discover the answers your health deserves. Book an appointment today at beyondchiropractic.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. We are dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. We inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. Learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com, schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we are in studio with guest co-host Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing. And in this next segment, we are in studio with Wendy Brom, who is also um, a CIAYT yoga therapist, and she is a soul empowerment coach and also does energy medicine practitioner amongst many other gifts and talents. And it's a delight to have you in studio, Wendy. Thanks for joining us as we highlight the very different ways that yoga therapy and um, self-healing work manifests in the world. Um, So welcome. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'm happy to be here with you. Thanks. And thank you, Sharon. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get into this. <laughs> so, Wendy, tell us a little bit for our listeners, um, you know, that some of your background and expertise has been a deep dive into multiple trainings. And you also have your own personal story and personal development journey of healing throughout this lifetime and many other lifetimes that um, brings you into this work as a soul empowerment coach. What does that mean? Well, it all goes uh, back to, I guess, my own healing journey Mm -hmm. and um, the experiences that I've had in this life um, in particular and the healing modalities that I have found that have really supported me. And so really all the trainings and all of the, my background, I was following my I guess I was just following my own heart in my healing process. And as I was healing, I would learn more Mm -hmm. and go deeper, find more layers and just go deeper, deeper, deeper. Um, And so I kept and, and just finding that that process in and of itself, as I was healing and learning 
it just felt very natural for me um, to then offer that to everybody else, you know, and that's kind of how I ended up doing it. And it's been really based on my experience. I really truly believe that my soul chose for me to have all of the challenging experiences that I've had. Um, I know this based on my soul plan that these experiences that I've had, the challenges I've had in my healing process, I needed to go through that so that I could help others. I think that's a pretty common scenario. Um, I think that comes up quite a bit is as we're exploring on our own and getting into our own journeys, we get so passionate about sharing with others and helping others and almost feels like a rite of passage that we have to experience it ourselves to really understand what, you know, others may be going through. Yeah. Healing the healer. And you mentioned, you know, the soul plan. Um, Can you explain a little bit, like, how did you come to understand your own soul plan? And you offer that support to others Mm -hmm. as um, part of your practice as a soul empowerment coach. Yeah, I I use that kind of as the foundation and blueprint for the the healing work that I do with people. Um, It is actually a it's um, our soul psychology. It's actually a form of um, it's working with our own personal law of attraction, for mm. example, like our own frequency. Like if we're you think we're all living in these bodies, emitting these frequencies and um, they we all have our own unique signature, our own unique spiritual signature. And these frequencies are based off of um, it's a mathematical technology um it's, it's the most ancient form of numerology um, using ancient Hebrew gematria, which is one of the very few languages. It's like a phonetic language. Mm-hmm. So every um, sound um, creates a certain frequency. And so it's based off the birth name. Um, and that is basically our, you know, personal law of attraction code in this lifetime. So we have um, all of our karma or challenges that we come in with. And that's really where our soul wants to grow. Mm -hmm. It's the challenges that we have, the experiences that we are actually attracting to us so that we can, you know, grow from those experiences. And then we have, um, always, we always have our superpowers too. You know, we all have our talents that we come in to this lifetime with. And I think, um, for people to know what those are and utilize them more, because that really can help along your journey. And then our soul always says, um, it also has our goals. Like what would bring your soul the most fulfillment, you know, and, you know, just really understanding your life purpose and gifts in this way, even validating your challenges and the struggles that we've had. Um, I, f- I found this to be just a really amazing tool, um, not only for myself, but for other people in understanding themselves better. Um, also understanding others and relating with others. I mean, it's a really powerful way to understand how we show up in relationships with ourselves and with others and how we can meet other people where they're at. I mean, I've found it to just be an amazing tool. And the way I use it in my practice is really just to use that as the blueprint to be like, okay, everyone's individual. How can we tailor these sessions for you to reach your goals? Um, And for some people, you know, a lot of like the yoga therapy, you know, like more embodiment practices are more supportive. For some people, 
you know, doing more energy healing or there's a combination of both, but everyone is unique. Hmm. And um, so it's been a, a great way to be able to integrate all of those things and really just meet each individual really where they are in their own unique journey in their story and their healing process. That's beautiful. And so needed because I think we collectively are in a time where people are starting to understand that it's not a one size fits all for wellness or health or even our purpose in life, right? Like Mm -hmm. all these paths that we've been maybe trained to, like you do X, then you do Y at a certain age and Z, like, yeah, there is some progression, but the diversity of expression of that is so needed in our world today. Um, for everyone's gifts, talents, and attributes to shine as fully and brightly as they can for what's being asked of us, I think. So I'm very grateful that there's opportunity and access for people to have a more individualized plan and support, which the work with, that you do with the soul empowerment and soul codes definitely supports, as well as blending that with the other modalities that you've learned and steeped yourself in. Mm-hmm. And and might I also add, I mean, a really important piece to this, I feel like as far as like our energetic frequency, you know, when we think about our, our energy mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. Um, it's also related to our subconscious, right? Our mm-hmm. beliefs and our, and, you know, and, and so much of our emotions comes out of that. And um, our emotions are directly related to our energetic frequency. And I think when you can understand that there's positive attributes to all energies, and then there's the shadow side to all energies and be able to recognize those within yourself through your emotions, that is a huge opportunity for transformation Mm -hmm. and raising your consciousness. Mm -hmm. Which is hugely important in terms of getting more free from limiting beliefs, limiting thoughts, Mm -hmm. limiting emotions that might keep us repeating patterns that actually aren't getting us on our sole purpose. Yes, exactly. So Sharon has, she was able to be with us for a little bit and then she had to slide out uh, because she is at the Ohm Center of Healing doing some, um, receiving some people. Uh, So thank you, Sharon, for being with us for the time that you could. What about, what else, um, as you support people embodying their divinity, having a human experience, how do you help people understand like some of the challenges, you know, that those are actually invitations instead of like, like how do you help people grapple with some of the, the more challenging aspects of their life journey and soul purpose? Again, you know, that depends on the, the person. Mm -hmm. Um, I think storytelling people sharing, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when I am in sessions with people, I really do want them to be able to like, um, kind of, you know, have these moments where they can like recognize things that have happened in their lives and how it relates to certain, uh, certain energies or certain part of their plan, right? Like, oh, okay. And make sense of that. It's valid. It can be very validating for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, I think it, it depends on the person. Like some people, what I'm learning is actually <laughs> that I'm learning how to use different kinds of vocabulary for different kinds of mm-hmm. <laughs> clients, right? Right. Like some clients, again, like if they're not really, if they're thinking more 
on the three-dimensional level there and maybe like energy healing isn't even a really comfortable term or they don't know what that is i will use the subconscious i'll just say we're going to work with you know working into some of your belief systems and patterns or programming that might be stuck in your subconscious and mm -hmm. the emotions that are attached to that so it's like i that's one of the the things i'm actually working with now is the vocabulary around it all to meet different people where they're at so that they can have, they can understand it. Cause mm -hmm. I do think, you know, it takes different vocabulary for different people in where they are in their level of consciousness. For sure. And, and to be able to connect through language is an important piece of it. And I think everything is energy, right? Like yeah. our thoughts, our emotions, our language, our bodies. Um, so it's great that you're able to receive people kind of where they're at and support them in a way that feels um, like the just right support mm -hmm. for their next level of growth and learning. Um, what about, um, what are some other things that you're shining a light on right now? Or that you would want our listeners to um contemplate as they might consider their pathways to becoming sovereign, becoming free, become authentically them? Well, I think what's biggest for me right now um, is two things. It's, um, you know, uh, um, healing through um, feeling, emotions, um, the emotional body. Yes. I, I just, I feel that has been, um, something that has been suppressed, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but how important, um, understanding how our emotions and the role they play in our level of consciousness, I think it's just really important to get people to be more, um, you know, more, open to feeling mm -hmm. too, because it can mm -hmm. be, emotions can be scary and even pain, you know, painful emotions. It's like, you know, but no learning how to transform our emotions and let them move through us and feel them because otherwise they get trapped, they get stuck. And then, you know, we have end up with all of these issues. I mean, that's what actually happened with me and my own personal, mm -hmm. um, my own personal story, having developed, you know, all this chronic pain and all of these issues in my body, my body was giving me these messages that are like, you know what, you're not living in truth. You're not living in alignment. You're not, you know, it's like all of these things that I was just suppressing down for mm -hmm. so long. And um, so I think it's really, I mean, that so, is so a let the, let the emotions flow so they don't get stuck in the body. We got to let the, we got to feel the heal. Feel the heal. I and love it. And we what's, the, feel second, the, heal. what's and, the second one? Yep. And I just want to say one more thing about that is um, a, a wonderful person, someone I love very much said this to me too one time when I was like, because I feel everything now. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel everything. And she's like, that's why we're here. Yeah. You know, that's why we're here. We're here to feel it all. That's part, that's the human experience. You know, we, I mean, if we really want to feel love and we really want to feel joy, we got to feel the whole spectrum of everything. Right. Cause otherwise we yeah. wouldn't know what love and joy feel like. So we get to do that. And, um, I guess the second thing is, is then how can we really show up for ourselves in that way and be in right relationship with ourselves and with others? 
And I feel like that is really, I think those are my upper two most, you know, they go together. That's really um, of the greatest importance for me as I continue my journey. And um, to the community here, you have a beautiful call to action about becoming curious about our spiritual curriculum here on earth and how to optimize relationship with self and others. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> that, that says it all. How can people um, who would want to have some work with you um, as a soul empowerment coach uh, who does energy medicine and ancestry in other lifetimes and also CIYT yoga therapist certified, how can they find you? Wendy? Um, you can find me um, at wendybrom.com. And Brom is B like boy, R-O-M like Mary. I always say that because I've been called Wendy Broom, <laughs> Wendy Brown, Wendy, whatever. So anyway, there's that. And then I also am at um, Lake Point Wellness. Um, Which is in Minneapolis. In St. Louis Park. St. Louis Park. Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. Lake Point Wellness. So I'm there as well. And you also uh, see people on Zoom. Oh, yes. I do a lot of online for sure. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being in studio with us as we consider pathways to becoming free and exploring sovereignty through yoga therapy with other complementary modalities. Thank you, Elizabeth. My pleasure. Wonderful to see you. Wonderful to see you too. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and our guest, Wendy Braun. And for a little bit of time, our guest co-host, Sharon Crowley. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we are in studio 
to on today's episode with yoga therapists from all different places and spaces. And today we're in studio at this segment with Amy Dixon, who is a dear friend and colleague and who has a lifelong passion for studying the reclamation and optimization of the human mind, body, soul experience. That's a small order. Ooh, yeah, that sounded really... <laughs> Really big. <laughs> but I have to scale that down. <laughs> no, I think it's brilliant. And I've appreciated sharing that path with you mm-hmm. and um, would love, I know that you, resi- I, you, so you're also a certified yoga therapist Indeed. and you've studied Ayurveda and you've studied energy medicine and um, ancestry and other lifetimes and lots of other modalities and somatics and amongst many things. True. I mean, You've done horse therapy and equine therapy. I mean, you've had so many lifetimes in this lifetime. Probably. It seems as though. Yes. And I know (laughs) you resist official titles. Yeah. So at least right now, maybe, maybe it's just a process I'm going through. Yeah, that's fine. We can go through processes. Indeed. But what I love about, um, in addition to all that training and education and exploration, um, you're really grounded in that your first expertise has been first and foremost as a mother. You're a mom to five children. Mm-hmm. How many grandbabies? Four. Four grandbabies mm-hmm. and counting, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. And, um, you know, because I know like you've done, you know, study in the wisdom and mystery schools, but really you hone in a bit on how all of this has stemmed out of being a mom and a and an evolving grandmother. Yes, absolutely. I'm not sure what they call you. Uh, Ama. Ama. Yeah. I was going to say grandmother doesn't sound right <laughs> saying that to you. No, I wasn't quite ready for grandmother. Yeah. I got named Ama by my first grandchild. I love it. Yeah. You know, that, that question about what, you know, what's your path and mm-hmm. how has it evolved is, is just always so clear to me that it began with a really young um, beginning to this role as a mother, this sort of job role, you know, it's, it's just so many, being a mother is so many things more than I could have ever imagined. And, um, the load, uh, that I called in with all this energy with five different human beings and their paths and destinies and, you know, proclivities and was, <laughs> was, was, was way more than I could have, my 23 year old mind could have ever wrapped itself around. And I, I truly believe that that education for the first, you know, I don't know, 15 plus years before I began the second leg of calling in my teachers was extremely important for me. It, it really caused me to have to look in the mirror. That's what kids do. They, they hold with this mirror and you look in it all day, <laughs> yes, every day. And each one of them has a different fun house sort of slant on it. So you see yourself in a totally different light. And it was it was exhausting, exhilarating, um, and but most definitely inspiring in terms of what I needed to do with all of those reflections, and, and it, reflections of yourself yes, back at you of myself. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it literally brought me to the door of these other schools of these wisdom traditions of, as you mentioned, you know, yoga, Ayurveda, astrology, on and on. Yeah. Um, I had to do it. It just, there was no, there was no, um, ambiguity about what was next for me. Once my kids got to a certain age where I could start thinking about what was coming next. 
right? Mm-hmm. When you start to see that that glimpse of freedom that comes as kids get older, they still need you, but in yeah. a different way. And it's like, oh, I have a little bit of time for myself. Yeah. You you mentioned like, you know, those reflections, some of them being like probably your brilliant light and some of them the heavier, yeah. like the darker aspects um, that Indeed. our children get to reflect back to us, which mm-hmm. keeps at least has kept me humble. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, but you mentioned, um, like, f- as you've stepped onto like exploring your sovereignty, uh, this process which keeps c- coming to you as the third way. Can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about that third way? Yeah, you know, I. It, this is just a phrase that keeps coming to me as um, I, you know, collectively and individually, I think we've been going through a massive upheaval in our evolution and our mm-hmm. awarenesses of things that we could have never imagined um, in this past little segment of time. It's just in the space of the last few years, let alone prior and so forth. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, that is the phrase that keeps coming to me as I think about the, th- you know, the sort of the 3D living that we're doing in terms of an election coming up in the country that we live in and all the ways that we're trying to sort out our issues and problems that are some of which can no longer be denied because they're literally collapsing in front of us. And I, I keep thinking about how we are, I feel that we are being called to create something completely new, Mm -hmm. not this way or that way. Mm -hmm. And you can think politically, you can think all kinds of polarity Mm -hmm. there. Um, But a new brand new way that we have never tried before. Mm -hmm that would create something completely different that we have never experienced before. Mm -hmm. So that third way is really, um, I just feel uh, really immersed in the thought process of it. And Mm -hmm. I love it because in our conversations that we've had, how much intuition is part of feeling into that third way and feeling into what is sovereign, because sometimes Mm -hmm. I know for me, I, I'm not like, I don't know why I'm making this decision, but mm-hmm. it's my gut and mm-hmm. it's keeping me whole. And sometimes it's like my hindsight or the 2020, like, I'll be like, oh, that's why I made that choice. Yeah. Yes. But in the moment I'm going with this and I think you like to call, you've, you've played with calling it intuitional sovereignty, which mm-hmm. I love because mm-hmm. it um, plays with like that that third way of knowing a hundred percent. I mean, ultimately that third way is sort of that third eye experience of the seat of our intuition and really bringing it online in a, in a frequency and in a, you know, real in real time way that we as a, a collective, even I would say, even as a planet have not really um, experienced maybe in, in recent uh, ages. And I, I really mean that <laughs> In terms of how, if, if you think about how old we are, how, how old humanity is, how old, and then how young we are compared to the planet. Right. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, this is not something that's been um, allowed. I'll use the word allowed, you know? Yeah. So to bring that back online and recognize the power of it and what it, what it is capable of creating instead of what being told we should think or do or believe is capable of creating. Yeah. Are two very different worlds, I think. Yeah. And I know for you and I and our yoga therapy journey and training and all the other trainings we've had the delight in sharing in. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, that 
kind of be becoming more aware of our shadow, like mm. both brilliant, like, mm -hmm. okay, wow, we're really good at this. Mm -hmm. And the shadow that we want to run from or like tamper down yeah. has been part of our pathway of becoming more sovereign and free, like that we can hold all parts of ourselves yes. and not be run by one or the other. And I want to read something that you wrote because I think it's lovely. Mm. Um, you said so many times when we are unsure, our most frightful inner demons and triggers are ignited due to the ages humanity has spent in fear and separation. Being told what to believe on every level of our human experience, lest we be in danger of rejection and thus survival. Whether that be ego survival or actual physical survival. So we're in a time of rewiring this nervous system response back to inner knowing, confidence, and trust in self and higher self and in each other, and all that it is, takes a sacred and worthy time of process. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Yeah, that spilled out of me as yeah. I thought about our talk today. And it really felt, um, I really felt centered in those, in that flow of words, because it's just, it really does come down to this, um, this process that we're in mm -hmm. of releasing the old Mm -hmm. paradigm. I'm going to use that word that everybody wishes would stop being used. <laughs> everybody's sick <everybody laughs> of that word right now, but it's true. This it's old true. paradigm and creating this new one that we have never experienced before. Or if humanity has, we, it's way too far back for us to remember. It's, some of it's like, a, I feel like this ancient remembrance coming back online. 100%. And some of it is like evolving into things that I can't even, if I can just get out of my own way and yeah. surrender to my higher knowing, my higher self, that inner wisdom. Yes. Often more optimal outcomes come because we're always, uh, always yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, because my limited imagination, my limited patterning mm -hmm. often will keep that optimal outcome from manifesting mm -hmm. if I don't surrender and release to the higher self. A hundred percent. And I think that's where this idea of process comes in mm -hmm. because the process can be really unsettling and it can and the the unsettled feeling of being unsure about what's coming next and yet staying in the process staying present and not needing to know hmm. not needing to be absolutely sure but having that trust in the present process it, i mean we, we get so that's so countercultural it's Amy. so countercultural <laughs> it's completely countercultural like it's either this or that or right. the sure like even you know reflecting on the last few years there was a lot of assurity on either side mm -hmm. if we're going with either or Absolutely. in terms of polarity um and so many gradations of gray and it's like i know i kept finding myself in like Try not to get trapped in either or. Try mm -hmm. to keep reading multiple viewpoints. Try yes. to keep in multiple conversation and connection with diversity of people. And I know I fell into yeah. points of, oh. you know, either or. And then, oh, I, I'm down that either or. Let yes. me pull myself back into both and. Or let me pull myself back into curiosity and out of fear. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a constant callback for yeah. sure. It's an omnipresent, like. It's an omnipresent pull to be, to pull you out of it and back into the old. Yeah. So to be constantly holding that as a bubble around you mm -hmm. uh, to, to, to just stay in the discomfort of stay, not knowing. Yes. And also to stay in the discomfort of recognizing that everybody is in their own sovereign process mm -hmm. and that to judge their process mm -hmm. is going to bring us right back to our polarized world. 
hundred percent. Because we can't, we can't, we can't affect the only way. Honestly, it, it, you know, energetically and the energetic principles, we can affect anybody else's positive outcomes is to be in our own positive in in our own process sovereignly and uh, and be in an al- be in allowance and compassion for everybody else's. Wow. Yeah. It's t- it's not it's not so easy. It's not, especially, you know, as a parent or as yeah. a practitioner or just on our own journey. It's right. like there are moments of really, you know, and, and I, I will say like being in the unknown isn't always uncomfortable. Sometimes it's exhilarating and fun. exciting and fun and yeah. magical and can be um, hopeful. Ho- yeah. So hopeful. So hopeful. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And sometimes it can feel, you know, depending on our present state, it can feel like I'm not so sure. And I wish that I had assurance or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I wish that I could shore up and yeah. just follow the, like the prescribed path versus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I th- I think some, one of the things that we're slowly becoming aware of is that nobody's in charge. What? What? Nobody's in charge. If I look behind the curtain, no one's there. There's nobody there. There's just <laughs> nobody there except a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at in, who's in charge. <laughs> um, I think that's a really, it's a giant concept, I think, going on right now. Maybe stirring in some, not in others. Um, but ultimately, that there is nobody to go home to and have them solve all your problems because they're in charge. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's scary. Mm-hmm. 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 Most of the ways that we've structured society has been to believe that somebody is in charge. The president, the priest, the mom, the dad. Right. And no. And so this is, you know, as we wind down the segment, this work that you've done definitely, I would imagine, supports your work with your children, with your grandchildren, mm-hmm. and with those people and places that you are privileged enough to work with. Indeed. Um, any final kind of call or invitation to people? I think really my invitation is a reflection of my own you know, um, spot that I'm in right now, and that is just back to this word process. What can't, what process are you in right now? Mm. If you look around your life, what process or processes do you find yourself in right now? And can you stay present, which we, which we know in the world of all the things we've studied is the place of power. Mm. Presence is this place of power. And can you stay present instead of wanting to skip steps, jump ahead, know what's happening, or go back and revise and regret? <laughs> Where can people find you, Amy? Well, right now I'm still kind of in my, in my, but yes, Instagram and um, just by email. What's your Instagram handle? Amy H. Dixon, A-M-Y-H-D-I-C-K-S-O-N. And that's Amy Dixon with Elizabeth on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. Thank you for being with us and exploring all the ways yoga therapy comes into play amongst many other modalities. It's the most fun. Most fun. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Elizabeth. 